Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning, dear Boston. I'm John Budras, and Kelly Financial Safe Money Strategies carries on every Saturday morning right here on WRKO 680 on the AM dial and online from just about anywhere. Well, another week has gone by in what feels a lot like a controlled demolition of our nation, doesn't it? Is anything or anyone safe from Washington? It reminds me of what Mark Twain once said about our so-called political leaders. He said that Congress and diapers should be changed often and for the same reason, and I couldn't agree more. There are two types of people, people who believe in individualism, our constitution, or collectivists who believe that we are on this earth for the greater good and it is the responsibility of a group of elites to tell us what to do with our lives in order to advance that collective good. That's what collectivism is. That's the underpinning, the foundations of socialism, of communism. That's the economic basis of it. It never works. It never will work. And when you have power concentrated in one ideology like that with one media, one Hollywood, well, they generally get to push through what they want. And the consequences of that will make things very shaky or at least unpredictable in the near future. And that's why you really need to have someone in your corner watching your finances, watching your investments. Moreover, watching the goals that you have for retirement and how they play out. Bob Dylan once crooned that you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows. And we don't need a psychiatrist to inform us that people are worried. They're worried about so much. They see businesses closing, not temporarily, but for good. And they're worried about when they will retire. They're worried about if they can ever retire or if their life savings and lifetime of work will collapse along with the chaos they can see with their own eyes. And that's why the team at Kelly Financial has put together a new guide for this time in our lifetimes. It has a plain title because it speaks plainly to an important idea the value of an objective opinion. There's so much emotion out there. That fear factor is real and it can be disastrous to managing your retirement savings. So give a call right now to 888-800-1881 and ask for your free guide plainly titled the value of an objective opinion. It will get you started to understanding the risk in your portfolio and how to look forward without fear with the team behind you. So call 888-800-1881 right now and the team at Kelly Financial will get it to you right away, even by email in two heartbeats. 888-800-1881 and make that first connection, a tryout. You know, you're trying them out for your team. 
888-800-1881. Give him a call right now. Well, we have a lot on the show today, so we're going to get right at it. The wrecking ball continues in the country. I have to tell the truth. I can't tell a lie. Inflation is at a 31-year high. The border is overrun. We have chaos wherever we look. Our job is to protect you from these consequences as best as we can so you can hold on to what you've worked so hard for and keep it away from Washington. The Kelly Financial Advisors will be joining us in just a minute, so we'll be right back. Safe Money Strategies with John Budris and Kelly Kelly. Call Kelly Financial on 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Joining us now, as she always does at this time, the co-founder, president, CEO of Kelly Financial Services, Kelly Kelly. Kelly, how are you? Good morning, Jeff. I am good. The Fed have raised interest rates again for the fifth time this year. But can they really engineer what economists call a soft landing, whereby they manage the economy without damaging it? Or will they cause a crash landing by being too aggressive? How will the economy react for the rest of the year and into 2023? Could rising interest rates put your retirement income and lifestyle at risk? To address these questions and more, we have a consumer guide called Finding Your Balance. For your free copy, or to set up a no-obligation appointment, call Kelly Financial at 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Let us help you navigate the future, whether it be a soft or a hard landing. Our radio show, Safe Money Strategies, can be heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. right here on WRKO. We are Kelly Financial. Come retire with us. Jeff, have a wonderful weekend. My best to grace and the kiddos. God bless you, Kelly, and I urge everyone, call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org, kellyfinancial.org. Safe Money Strategies. Call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Good morning, I'm Mike Doucette, Chief Operating Officer at Kelly Financial Services. You are listening to Safe Money Strategies. As always, I'm joined by one of the trusted financial advisors on our team, Greg Workman. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Mike. So, Greg, we continue to see extreme market volatility. How are things going as far as your conversations with clients? How are they handling the volatility? And tell me a little bit about the advice that you're providing during times like these. When you look at how the market has performed over the past 90 years, it's unmistakable that bull markets or markets that produce nice positive returns on average last longer than the bad times or the bear markets. In fact, from 1926 to 2020, The market has posted positive returns 74% of the time. During that time, the S&P has gained about 10.7% on average. When times are positive and things are going well, people tend not to look at their statements or log into their account on a day-to-day basis. It's when things start to hit the fan and there's negative headlines that people really start paying attention to every penny on their statement. And that drives a lot of incoming inquiries, phone calls, emails into the office 
that we can make our best effort to respond to in a timely fashion. What type of conversations are you having in regards to the portfolios and reassuring them that they'll be okay? It's a process. Our responses are very custom fit to everyone's unique situation. The questions that I think are burning in every client's mind today are real simple. When will it end? Should I alter my plans? my original investment situation? Should I change the allocation or the investment mix in my portfolio to somehow accommodate what we see going on? I think on the extreme side, should I move into cash? Should I move from investments to an alternative asset like gold or silver or commodities? Some area that I've seen on the news that's doing well. Greg, what do you think about making that move to greener pastures? Those are the conversations that I'm having on a day-to-day basis in a market like this that maybe going into 2022 was a bit overheated. And now with the uncertainty surrounding inflation and the Federal Reserve's response to inflation, markets are on edge and they've responded with significant drops. So walk me through the scenario where you're speaking to a client that's extremely nervous and wants to get your feedback on them moving into cash. Someone that thinks that the market's just going to continue to drop and they can't stomach it anymore and they want to move 100% into cash. Yeah, I think a powerful analogy is imagine that you had to drive from New York City all the way across the United States to Los Angeles. You're starting your journey in downtown Manhattan, hopelessly stuck in gridlock traffic. Bicycle messengers are whizzing past your car. In an act of emotion and and frustration, you jump out of your car, sell your car on the spot at a ridiculously low price, and buy a bicycle at a high price because that's what's moving very quickly in that traffic. And then you get on that bicycle and you continue your trip to the West Coast. Now, that scenario sounds absurd. But investors do it every day when they make short-term decisions for long-term journeys. The moral of the story is stick with a vehicle that will ultimately take you to your destination. And stay focused on the horizon. Stay focused on the big picture. Part of those conversations I know that you're having with clients is not just giving them performance numbers, but a lot of it's that behavioral coaching that you do. So you just shared a really powerful analogy with me. What else can you do to reassure folks that staying the course, sticking to the plan, ultimately will benefit them rather than selling low right now? I think our clients know that they want to buy low and sell high. And if they were to get into cash right now, they potentially are selling low, maybe not the bottom, but they're definitely selling low. So what planning tools do you use to help coach them through that? There's a lot of studies and a lot of statistics that back up my various responses to that concern. Dating back to 1936, the markets and the economy have experienced plenty of these events and unrest that we have today. 14 recessions, periods of high inflation, good presidents, bad presidents, world wars, and presidential assassinations. Throughout it all, if you invested one dollar in the S&P in 1936 and just left it, so in other words, buy and hold investing at its finest, you'd have $7,000. That wouldn't be the case if you shifted in and out of the market every time things got bad. Our process at Kelly Financial is really grounded in planning. 
If someone's calling up in a panic, looking at their account balance, volatile market like this, I think it's important to slow things down, revisit the financial plan that we worked so hard on when that person became a client, a plan that we revisit at least once a year, and we look at those retirement income cash flows. Let's ask some serious gut check questions. This account that you're very concerned about that you're calling me on the phone about today, how soon are you going to tap into that account? To what extent are you tapping into it? What are your retirement cash flows look like when you take into account everything from pensions to social security income to cash at the bank? Slow things down, start where the client is, and walk them off that ledge and put things in perspective. Well, I appreciate that. And I know you're working hard. You're doing a great job like the other advisors on our team. These are difficult times. During these uncertain times, it's important to maintain your financial health by keeping your head above water in the cycle of investor emotions. You know, we're here to listen just like Greg is. We're here to help. We're here to make sure you reach your goals. Call us today at 888-800-1881. Again, that number is 888-800-1881. Working with a financial advisor that knows the ins and outs of personal finance is a key way that you can make sure your retirement savings will go the distance. Give us a call and schedule a complimentary review. We never charge, and at the very least, you'll walk away with some fresh ideas on your situation. You can reach us at 888-800-1881. Again, that number is 888-800-1881. Don't procrastinate. Call in and schedule that appointment. With that, my name is Greg Workman. And I'm Mike Doucette. Join us next week for more Safe Money Strategies. Kelly Financial Services, 888-800-1881. Inflation, taxes, rate hikes, geopolitical events, social security funding, long-term care considerations. Need I say more? Hi, I'm Mike Doucette, Chief Operating Officer at Kelly Financial Services. If you haven't been working with a financial advisor in the past, it might be the perfect time to work with one now, given all the challenges taking aim at your future. I encourage you to consider your retirement planning with Kelly Financial. We embrace the use of a process called Safe Money Strategies. It involves five steps. Discover, analyze, develop, implement, and review. We believe our process is understandable and actionable to provide you with financial solutions for a more secure future. Why is a process important? Because you have a greater probability of achieving your goals with the process. Call me at 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Tell me about your goals and I will tell you more about how we can help you. We are Kelly Financial Services. Come retire with us. Safe Money Strategies. Go to kellyfinancial.org. Well, good morning, Jameson. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That would be Jim Freeman, Kelly Financial's Director of Client Services, and I hope you're doing well this morning. I'm great, John. It's always good to be with you this morning, and how are you doing? Jim, you know, I'm one of your boomers. I'm probably on the higher end of the first wave of boomers that I think began shortly after the Second World War, and then there's another wave you might call the second wave of boomers that were coming into like 1960, 65, something like that. And historically, you've provided me with this information from your friends over at Boston College in their Center for Retirement Research, that retirees tend to draw their financial wealth down very, very slowly. Now, given all of the changes in this, let's call it retirement landscape, there are distinctions between those oldest boomers that is those who were born right after the war, and the younger boomers who were born in those uh, early part of to the mid-60s. Now, I've set that table for you, put out all the nice fiesta wear, the actual dinner wear that many of us grew up with in those boomer years. So why don't you just give us your perspective as you uh, dive into that research report? The big difference today is that Those younger boomers you referenced mostly relied upon defined benefit retirement plans and think old school pension plans for the bulk of their source of retirement money. Whereas younger boomers have had to rely mostly on defined contribution plans like 401ks. And more research suggests that those all important drawdown rates differ between those who depend mostly on defined benefit plans from those who depend on defined contribution plans. It's a cautionary tale for sure, and the differences are remarkable. Well, you and I have talked on the show in the past many times about how fewer and fewer retirees today are relying upon those traditional pension plans that some of our grandparents or parents may have had from the factory or the the railroad or a large corporation, and more and more have financed their retirement around defined contribution plans, you know, the 401ks. And let's talk about those changes, particularly in this time where market vulnerability plays a real change. The 401k type plans were intended to complement those old pension plans. 401ks were never intended to supplant them, but that's exactly what's happened. In the 1980s and 1990s, you probably had a large number of boomers in the private sector who had both defined benefit and defined contribution plans. And let's face it, if you retired in the late 90s or even the 2000s, you did quite well with this arrangement. And you throw in Social Security, and things were pretty good, and they still are. Today, it's radically different. Legacy-defined benefit plans hardly exist, so now the bulk of retirement plans in the private sector are now 401ks and similar type plans. And we know that, generally speaking, Americans are not saving enough today to ensure a lifestyle in retirement that I think they expect the data confirm this. Well, I don't think it's an exaggeration at all to say that this shift that we're talking about is probably the most profound change in how retirement savings are accumulated and then ultimately distributed and spent in all of our history. I was really struck by one phrase in the report from Boston College, quote, retirement savings puzzle. I mean, 
It really is a puzzle now, as opposed to a painting that your employer gave you. Now it's up to you to put the pieces together. And it's important to note that these represent behaviors as determined by past research. The center lays out three scenarios to explain this, John. Number one, retirees may hold on to wealth to leave a bequest when they die. Number two, Retirees keep money aside for large, unpredictable medical expenses in old age, including long-term services and support. And finally, the third scenario, retirees may retain their assets to ensure against longevity risk, the risk that they live much longer than expected. I guess the big question today is that will this traditional slow drawdown pattern for new retirees that is the younger boomers and soon enough the gen xers who have to rely on their own plans will they be similar to those retirees who in the past relied more or only on pensions or is it a combination of both the short answer is no The center's analysis found that households with a defined benefit plan retain more of their wealth, that is, they draw it down more slowly than those with the 401k. And consider this nugget from the center, John. A household retiring with $200,000 in savings and a defined benefit plan would retain $28,000 more wealth at age 70 than a similar household with no defined benefit plan. Furthermore, the analysis suggests that Quote, many new retirees could deplete their 401k assets by age 85, meaning that they face a greater risk of outliving their savings, end quote. And I'll leave you with this one final thought. Forecasts for the baby boomer generation, based upon the drawdowns of past generations, likely underestimate their drawdown speed. As the center concludes, the results suggest that baby boomers without defined benefit plans may be drawing down their assets faster, leaving them with more risks that they will outlive their savings. Well, Jim, you've certainly given us enough food for thought for this Saturday morning's breakfast. And the big takeaway is don't do this alone. Don't try to do it by yourself. Let a good financial advisor help you find and put together the puzzle pieces. And I don't want to sound too dour, but don't think that your millennial or your Gen Xer is going to come take care of you in your old age with their nest eggs, because I don't think their nest eggs are going to be that large. Always a great pleasure to speak with you, Jim. I enjoyed it. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much, John. I enjoyed it. Safe Money Strategies, brought to you by Kelly Financial. Call the team on 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. My friends, fellow patriots, if you're in retirement or considering retirement in the near future, you probably have a lot of questions considering the upheaval in the economy and markets these days. I know some of you are asking yourselves the following questions. Should I alter my plans? Should I move more into cash? Should I change my allocation? Should I move to alternative investments? And should I perhaps reconsider retiring? Well, the good news is the advisors at Kelly Financial Services 
offices are meeting with people just like you with these very questions every day. They're answering questions, providing solutions to help their clients achieve their retirement goals, and they've been doing it for nearly 20 years. So please call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org, kellyfinancial.org. Set up an appointment today. Kelly Financial Services, 888-800-1881. The Novice Investor, brought to you by Kelly Financial Services. Here's Greg Murray and Mary Madeline Kelly. Good morning. My name is Greg Murray. I'm the Senior Vice President and Chief Compliance Officer here at Kelly Financial Services. And joining me this morning is Mary Madeline Kelly, one of our business analysts. How are you doing this morning, Mary Madeline? Hey, Greg. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. Really looking forward to chatting with you. Of course. Thanks for joining me. It is my understanding that you have um, some questions regarding one of the most interesting topics in the financial services industry the current state of the bond market. Interesting indeed. And I've been noticing a common theme of discussing the challenges that the bond market has presented to investors this year. So I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit on the questions I've been hearing. You up for it? Absolutely. It has been a challenging year for the fixed income markets. Where would you like to start? What do you think about using bonds as a portfolio diversifier? Typically, bonds go up when stocks go down, but that hasn't been the case this year. No, ma'am, it has not been the case this year. This has been a very strange year, I'll just put it that way. This rare double dip for stocks and bonds during the first half of the year hasn't occurred since 1969. The only time I could find this saw stocks and bonds both down for three quarters in a row was back in 1931. It has never happened four quarters in a row, and hopefully we do not set any new records this year. So you often hear about the 60% stocks, 40% bonds asset mix. Should that still be the standard ratio? Or should investors make it more personalized to their own agendas? They should absolutely make it personalized for their own agendas. That's a very basic statement, but that's also the truth. Everybody's individual investment situation is different. And sometimes the best financial decision is not the best financial decision for the investor. The 60-40 split has had one of its worst six-month stretches of all time, but we still do believe in diversification. But it's all about finding what is in the best interest of the client that we're working with. And that comes from the conversations that we have. And when the market gets volatile like we are experiencing, it is very important that we have more and more of these conversations. As we know that not all bonds are created equally, can you explain the difference between corporate, municipal, and high-yield bonds? Well, that's one of my favorite questions to answer. So corporate bonds are issued by a company and it gives you a set interest rate. And the interest rate that you receive really all depends on the credit worthiness of the company that issues them. So a company like Pfizer, for example, it's a big name, it's a highly rated company, which means their debt that they issue is very low risk, which means they don't have to give you a very high interest rate. But on the other side of the coin, we have high yield bonds. That's the exact opposite. So in order to attract investors, they need to issue bonds with a higher interest rate because they have a lower credit worthiness. And what that means is they have a higher chance of default. So you're taking more risk, but with that more risk comes a higher rate of return for yourself. Then we have municipal bonds and there's federal bonds, there's local bonds, etc. And it's all government issued debt. Very low risk depending on the municipality that's issuing it or the government that's issuing it. But you also get a lower rate of return for that. They're very stable. They're very 
basic when it comes to the bond world okay follow up to that what is your favorite bond to recommend to someone say nearing retirement out of those three it all depends i mean each individual investor might actually have different risk tolerances i mean someone close to retirement the best investment is lower risk but they might want to shoot for the moon they might want more high yield bonds within their portfolio they might want more stocks within their portfolio because everybody's situation is unique everybody's risk tolerance is unique so my favorite i like state stability i like corporate bonds with a good rate of return that have a high credit worthiness, but that might not be what the client wants. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you for that. So what type of factors should investors be considering when they're deciding on which bonds to include? Risk tolerance and time horizon. As I said earlier, I mean, it's all based on someone's individual risk tolerance. And then another big factor that I didn't touch on was the time horizon. So with the time horizon, if you're going to need liquidity, if you're going to need an income stream, you're not really going to want to invest in an individual bond because with individual bonds, you give up that liquidity because they are very much tied to their interest rates. If interest rates go up, the value of your bond will go down. Meaning if you were to sell it early, you probably won't get as much as you thought you were going to because of you can buy a new issue bond for a higher interest rate. So 90% of the time, I'll recommend using a mutual fund, which really takes that out of the equation. With a mutual fund, what the manager is doing is they're buying and selling bonds, they're letting some bonds mature, they're trading bonds with other fund managers, and they're staying active with the management of the portfolio. So again, every situation is different, and it is worthwhile to have a conversation about which one is best for you. So seeing as though the Fed has increased interest rates and will most likely do it again what will happen to bonds in a rising interest rate environment why are the knowledgeable investors preaching that we should be buying bonds now because it's the most attractive point in years i touched on that a little bit earlier with the individual bond versus the mutual fund as interest rates go up you want your manager to be buying more higher interest rate bonds in order to give you a higher rate of return moving forward with an individual bond you're going to be very much subjected to the interest rate increase and it's going to really lower the return that you get because the value of the bond will be going down. Okay, so you're basically are saying rising rates can be good for investors? Depending on your situation, it absolutely can be. Somebody close to retirement with a significant amount of cash on hand, you can get a higher interest rate in your checking and savings account, which is great. But not good for those of us looking to buy a car or take out a mortgage. Very good point. There's always the other side of the coin. So as interest rates go up, you're getting a higher interest rate on your fixed annuities, your CDs, your checking and savings, but you're also paying a higher interest rate on your mortgages. Your lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your car loans, your student loan debt. And that's huge. I mean, you just hit the nail on the head. For somebody starting out in life, trying to get a mortgage in the greater Boston area, 
6% can make or break your ability to buy a property. Gotcha. I will keep that in mind. Well, that's it for the questions for now, but I really appreciate you for letting me pick your brain, and I'll look forward to it the next time. Always appreciate our conversations and look forward to it myself. Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. If you would like to speak to any member of the Kelly Financial team, call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Safe Money Strategies, brought to you by Kelly Financial Services. Call 888-800-1881 or visit kellyfinancial.org. I'm John Boudris of Kelly Financial Services. Welcome to a new edition of What Would Bill Say? The Wit and Wisdom of the Late Bill Kelly. The power of giving is in all of us. You have the same goals, ladies and gentlemen. Most people aren't silly and greedy. You want to pass on what's left. Give your loved ones the greatest gift. Communicating your values and goals today can help your loved ones through tomorrow. So I encourage you to download our consumer guide, The Greatest Gift. Outline your wishes with an estate plan. This 12-page guide can help you understand the basics of estate planning. Go to kellyfinancial.org or call 888-800-1881 to get your copy. Your financial future their financial future. You want to do something nice for them. That's the way we perform. That's who we are. That shows our hearts. We are Kelly Financial Services. Come retire with us. Call 888-800-1881. Counting the cars on the New Jersey Turnpike Payball. Come to Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Mr. Boudreaux. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. It's nice and warm, and we're on the line with Greg Murray, the Senior Vice President at Kelly Financial. I always think about my dad when I think about investing, and he always believed that dividends were the investor's dream, particularly for retirees. You know, you buy a stock, and you get that steady quarterly payment that generally rises over time. Many companies have seemingly attractive dividends, and some retirees invest heavily in them, and they call it a day. But there are problems with this approach, aren't there? Absolutely. As with every approach, you need to take that with a grain of salt. I mean, when a company is struggling, the first thing that they are going to cut is the dividend. So you invest in a company, have a very large investment in this company, and you're getting a steady stream of income until they have some trouble. Your steady stream of income can disappear overnight if they choose to stop the dividend altogether, or it could be drastically reduced. There's a company that I'm not going to name that change their dividend from 3% on an annual basis to one penny. And by changing it to one penny, it means that they don't have to pay the dividends in arrears before they start paying the dividend again. So if a company was to stop it altogether and then they want to start back up, well, if they stop it for two years, they have to pay those two years of dividends before they can start paying again. So by cutting it to one cent, they were able to get around this, still pay the dividend, 
but people took a very significant income drop. In a parallel line of thinking, capital gains can have its own set of traps. Let's call them booby traps to step in with regard to investing. Why don't you talk about those pitfalls? If you invest in a company specifically for the dividend and over time the dividend gets reinvested, your cost basis goes up, the size of your position goes up, and your capital gain goes up. So you invest in this stock, you have it for 30 years, let's say your capital gain is a thousand percent. When you try to sell that position, you are going to have to pay taxes on that gain. You need to be very careful about that. You cannot just keep a position for that long anymore. Let that capital gain build up because then you're trapped. You're not going to be able to use your money. One of my favorite quotes is from Bernard Baruch. He once said, I made all of my money by selling too soon. So he wasn't letting the positions that he invested in grow to very sizable tax implications, and he was taking his profit. Yeah, he might have missed out on a little bit of the upside, but at the same time, he took his profit and made money. And I suppose if you do have a large position in a highly appreciated stock, that might be the one you would want to set aside for your estate, for your heirs to inherit, because then they inherit the cost basis when they inherit it, not with all that built-in gain to pay the tax on. They do get the stepped-up cost basis, but I always like to say, are you saving this money for yourself or your next generation? Well, I think they'd rather have it be saved for them, don't you? Exactly, and I would like to see that. I want to see our clients use the money that they worked hard for all their lives for their benefit. It's always good to pass money along to next generation, but you also need to enjoy the money that you worked hard for. Greg knows that I love baseball. One of the greatest baseball players of all time was Willie Mays. A reporter asked him in the locker room about his strategy. And Mays looked him right in the eye and he said, just like every day, you throw it, I hit it. You hit it, I catch it. Now, he wasn't trying to be a smart aleck, but he was rather trying to simplify the objective in a game that has very complex and arcane rules, which I like to compare to retirement. And the objective, that one true thing in retirement is to produce for you a reliable paycheck that's coming like clockwork every month that allows you to live the way you want to live for the rest of your life. That's the prize. And everything else serves that objective. So the idea is to protect that paycheck. Now, that may have many moving parts and one of them is being properly insured and it's often you know overlooked it's often looked as an afterthought when in fact it should be one of the first things assessed in protecting that paycheck we unfortunately live in a very litigious society and a life savings can be wiped out in the blink of an eye so greg how about you walk through some of your thoughts on how to be properly insured, things to consider so we're not underinsured or overinsured. Everywhere you go, there's an insurance need nowadays. Long-term care insurance, disability insurance, life insurance, car insurance, home insurance, all the insurances add up, but they are very necessary. Life insurance is kind of one of those things that it has its place. It's not for everybody. Not everybody is going to need a large life insurance policy. But let's say you're 35, you have two kids, you want to provide for their education if anything is to happen, you have a mortgage on your house, then life insurance might make sense. 
but do you need a million dollars worth of whole life insurance? Probably not. There's supplemental term insurance that could be used to supplement your insurance need. And as you go on in life, your insurable need goes down. When you're 65 years old and you have your retirement portfolio, are you going to need that million dollars of life insurance? Probably not. It means some situations maybe, but probably not. So at that point, it's more of passing assets on to the next generation as tax efficient as possible. So would life insurance do that? Absolutely would, but it all depends on your situation as a whole. But that's just one type of insurance. There's so many different types out there. Long-term care, that sort of cost can significantly deplete your retirement savings and in the blink of an eye that is going to severely erode your portfolio i mean you need to protect these assets because these are the assets that you put aside for your retirement so you can enjoy retirement not to give to a long-term care nursing facility greg i know that you have to get back to clients so we're going to let you go but if you'd like to speak with greg you can give him a call at kelly financial at 888-800-1881 1881, and we'll see you next week, Mr. Murray. Thank you for having me, sir. Okay, bye-bye. Safe Money Strategies with John Budris and Kelly Kelly. Call Kelly Financial on 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Come retire with us. Joining us now, as she always does at this time, the co-founder, president, CEO of Kelly Financial Services, Kelly, 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 how are you? Good morning, Jeff. I am good. Here's a statistic worth thinking about from the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement. 80% of men die married, but 80% of women die single. Women are also significantly more likely than men to be impoverished in retirement and therefore should consider having their own financial plan in place. It's a very important topic of conversation for both men and women to address and Kelly Financial can help. We have a consumer guide called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. For your free copy or to set up an appointment with the Kelly Financial Advisor, call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org. Jeff, have a wonderful weekend. My best to Grace and the kiddos. God bless you, Kelly, and I urge everyone, call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org, kellyfinancial.org. Safe Money Strategies. Call now on 888-800-1881. Well... We are here this morning, this lovely Saturday morning, with the effervescent, ever-lovely, ever-wonderful KFS CEO, Kelly Kelly. My best bud. And we were reminiscing a little while ago about the first couple of times, really, that you spoke at the dinner seminars. Usually, you'd leave that up to Bill, and you had a more supporting role, speaking-wise, at those events. But in those first few after Bill passed away, your opening remarks really floored me. Can you go back to that time 
and think about that time and recount it if it's not too painful. Because I think it's very important for some of our women listeners who may be in your same position sometime. I mean, the probability is they will be. And it would be of great value to them. I would love to, John. But I have to admit, this goes back close to five years ago. It is. If you look at the calendar. Yeah. And it was very emotional going through my notes and the presentations that I would give would last 30 to 40 minutes. And my top goal was to be real, go unplugged and just be me. One of my top fears most of my life was public speaking. That's gone now. Yeah. Bill was quite aware of that because he would like inch me into different introductions for him, different events that maybe, you know, were a couple of minutes, maybe. And of course, I would do them, but I was scared to death. And then speaking on the radio, it it always made me nervous. But going through the notes, and I started thinking, okay, so I started doing this the end of 2017, right after Bill passed. I spoke at the Christmas event just one month after he passed, and then I did this until the end of 2019, so that was pushing two and a half years, and I calculated the number of minutes and hours, and John, I spoke in public to a smaller group, was like 100, the largest was close to 700 in 2019 and the total minutes is over 2000 almost 34 hours of speaking <laughs> in public you became the ceo and the client at the same moment so you were able to speak about both ends of what it feels like when you're in that position and when i did i think i just let them know how i was feeling and The first piece of information that I wanted to say was, I'm like you. I became a client on this day, and I had no earthly idea at the time, but that's exactly what happened. And I wanted them to know who I was since I was behind the scenes in more of a supportive role. And many women are just like that. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They help support their husbands, their children, their aging parents. So they're accustomed to being in the weeds. They're accustomed to getting their hands dirty, you know? We do this day by day, and we figure it out. So I had to switch gears a bit and get into the weeds, but I had to go into the office and see clients face-to-face. Actually, it helped me as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, as a business owner with the support that I received because What I realized is the people that I had surrounding me, for the most part, are still with me today, five years later. You built that trust from the ground up, and that's why it's so strong. 
it has been worth every second. And I appreciate so much. Since I was a young child, every year I would come up with a word for the year in January. And then I had different goals and whatnot, but one word was at the top. And I was thinking when I was coming up with my new word for 2022, I thought, wow, in 2012, 10 years ago, my little phrase was bring it on. Bill would look forward to my new phrase or word every year, but 2022, joy. When you focus on that word, it's amazing how you can see it. You can feel it. I want joy in my life. And I think women need that as well, especially if they have experienced the loss of their spouse or maybe a parent. You need to think about these things and you need a group of people or a firm to help you each step. And I feel like that is what Kelly Financial has given me is that support. When I watch you in the office, I see that you're there. You are accessible. You know your clients. You know what's important to them. You know their families. Your own family, Mary Madeline, is part of the team. At some point, maybe William will be too. Who knows? I know Bill would be so proud of all three of you now. Can I tell you about the dream I had of Bill the other night? Yes, I love hearing about dreams. The whole thing was in black and white, except for Bill's necktie. And the kind of necktie he had, it was maroon and white, and it was from the vintage of maybe the 1930s. And he had on this double-breasted suit, like for Elliot Ness and the Untouchables. You know, he looked like a 1930s gangster. And his hair was kind of dark and sort of slicked back. And he had a an old-time microphone, like he was in a radio booth. And he began to sing, crooning somewhere over the rainbow for everyone. It was pretty good. We'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. Safe Money Strategies, brought to you by Kelly Financial Services. 888-800-1881. My friends, I just learned about this remarkable piece of information from Kelly Financial Services. Listen to this. According to the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement, 80% of men die married, but 80% of women die single. To all the women listening in Cooner Country, let me repeat that. 80% of men die married, but 80% of women die single. And women are significantly more likely than men to be impoverished in retirement. So what do you do? The advisors at Kelly Financial have a free consumer guide to help you address these new realities. It's called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. I urge all of you, get your free copy today. Call 888-800-1881 or go to kellyfinancial.org, kellyfinancial.org. Safe Money Strategies. Call 888-800-1881. hour from the archives with a chat the late Bill Kelly had with his brother. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's my brother Walt Kelly in Connecticut who started me in this business. It's been a wonderful run, too, to watch what happened to you. I knew that when I wanted you to come along and see if this would be a good fit for you, that you were certainly the brightest kid in the family. We all knew that. It was a great place to grow up on that farm, and it sent us all away into the public sphere with uh, different ideas and different concepts about life. As we get older, it seems like we find out that everything we learned there was really positive. Especially how to forage for food. <laughs> I would not leave that dinner table until everybody else left first, and I knew that there would always be Brussels sprouts and lima beans left because nobody liked them. So I would just get the butter, put it in there, and I would go to town. That would be after everybody was out doing something else. But what a wonderful life. Oh, man, fireflies, tadpoles, the brooks laying in the fields, looking up at the clouds. What a life. We never realized it at the time. I mean... No, I know. You didn't. really didn't. I didn't start to appreciate it until I got to be about 55 years old. And it all sunk in. And when did we get the first new car, I think, was the Pontiac Tempest, right? Or Oh, we had that. Then we got promoted. We got that Dodge Blue Station Wagon. It was like a psychedelic color. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? We, ladies and gentlemen, we had 10 people at a dinner table. Why did we adopt two kids? Do you know, Walter? Seven children sitting there. Grandpa. Mom and Dad. I can remember the day John and Richie came to the house. They were our adopted brothers. And I'm thinking, that's the worst day of my life. Yeah. Where are they going to sleep? Are they going to eat our food? <laughs> yeah, they're going to get my shoes. Because I was the last guy to get the Buster Browns. Now I got two people ahead of me. So 10 people at a dinner table, and we all get spaghetti, right? And then we have this one-ounce package of Kraft cheese. Remember that? The little bottle. Yeah, the little skinniest thing of cheese. The salt shake. And then if you put too much on, you get a look from either Gramp or Mother, you know? Like, why are you... Nowadays, I have one that's a quart pie. When we go to Walt's house, right in the middle of that table, there's a two-pound thing of Kraft cheese that goes right in the middle. When I see the two-pound can of cheese, I know the reason. We had the same dinners for our whole life, you know? Today was leftovers from Sunday dinner. <laughs> right. Dad always had a recipe for a dessert that his mother used to make, so he would brag about that, and then we'd all put us together with the tapioca, and then we all would go and lay down in the living room. It was an amazing thing, and we were so poor. Yeah. I wore the same pants for a year. <laughs> I'd get hand-me-downs, not even from my brother. Sometimes I'd get them from my cousin. Well, that would be the worst day of the summer when the aunts would come over with the old clothes. We were hoping to go down to Woolworths or Grant's or something, and there they came with the pants. Oh, man, all those clothes that you hated to see your cousins wearing, they were going to be your very own clothes. As bad as it was, my parents still arranged to send us to parochial school. Definitely. We had speaking lessons. We had to do our A-E-I-O-U's, and we keep doing them over and over again. The lady, Mrs. Maha, taught us poetry yeah. and how to say things distinctly because we had a Rhode Island accent, and that wasn't considered to be very good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everybody had a job. People are on unemployment today because they don't want to take that job. They're waiting for the job, you know? If you came home for dinner and you quit the deli, there was no sympathy. Nobody was saying, oh, you know, let's talk about it. It was like, okay, we're going out tomorrow. We're going to hand out applications. There was the Newport Creamery. If you got a job at Newport Creamery, you were really something in those days, believe me. So I did get a job there, but only after I worked at Sal's Delicatessen down in the, uh, the Main Street going through Newport. Mother would drive us around, put in the applications. When we get home, Grandpa would say, how'd it go? And he said, I don't think they'd hire me. He'd say, wait a minute. And he would call up the places. 
and tell them how good we do, and we get the jobs, you know? Yeah, and that started at 11 years old, by the way. My mom brought me a bike for Christmas. It was a swim bike, and it actually had a horn and a light. thought it was a wonderful present until she dropped me off one day at school, and she dropped the bike off, and she said, now go to Cantori's Market after you get out of school, and the papers will be waiting there. There's another boy that's going to teach you this route. It wasn't too bad, except for the fact that it was about seven miles from my house. Yeah, right. And it was uphill to get home. But we finally got some rhythm, and we had lots of friends on our paper routes. The people just loved us. So we'd stop and have dinner twice. I guess the thing that shocks me is that I can't believe that we actually lived that life. It is such a change from that 50 years ago till now. I think some of what we say people don't even believe. Well, it is amazing. I mean, the house that we lived in is no larger than my kitchen in my family room, in my own home that I live in now. Yeah. How we did it, I'll never know. But One bathroom. One bathroom. Oh, boy. And they used to fill the bathtub up once for seven people. Now the health department would come by and arrest you. You'd be in the paper. The lady washed all her kids in one bath, <laughs> you know. I had it down pat, though, because I would wash into the used water, but then I'd stand up and then I'd keep cleaning the face cloth with new water, which nobody saw me using, and I'd clean myself before I got out, and then I'd get out and I'd do my feet with the face cloth, and so I was pretty clean. We didn't have a shower. There was no shower head. No, no shower head. <laughs> We've got to step up one time because we got this rubber hose thing with a little shower head on the end. It was a great life. We always had plenty of food. Mom and Dad did not have enough money to send any of us to college. When I launched my life, I was 17 years old, and I signed myself into the United States Air Force, and it was the best thing that I ever did. Yeah, it was a good life, really. I mean, we had so many dogs, cats, chickens, ducks. Do you remember the day Uncle Tommy had to come up and shoot the bird that was attacking the chickens? I also remember he almost got thrown in jail for doing it. Even in those days, if you can believe it, the environmentalists were going crazy. Mr. Pottleson from down the street came up walking through, and he wanted to know who shot that bird out of the air. And unfortunately for Uncle Tommy, he didn't kill the bird right away. What happened is that the bird got wounded, and it stayed in the air. <laughs> and long enough for the, uh, the policeman that was over birds to see it falling down. And he showed up in the field, and no, it wasn't any fun. I thought we were all going to get arrested for what Uncle Tommy did. The bird could come down and actually grab a chicken, I guess. He could pick it up and leave with it. But we had a lot of enemies of chickens. There were weasels, all kinds of things that would come into the barn and disrupt. And we had to candle eggs. Did you do the egg candling ever on Wednesday nights? Absolutely, we did the egg candling. Then we'd also weigh them. We would weigh every single order to see whether it was large, medium. And then we had some eggs that would have three yolks in them. And when Brant would find those, there was a lady that had the Melbourne estate in Newport, Rhode Island. And we would have to deliver all those triple yokers to her house. Well, good. Well, I just needed some verification of what the heck was going on on that farm. So now we've got it, ladies and gentlemen. And I'd just like to thank my brother, Walter, for coming on the air with me. And Thanks for calling me up and having me do this, though. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, we love you guys, and we'll see you. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Information is power. Go to kellyfinancial.org. I'm John Boudris of Kelly Financial Services. Welcome to a new edition of What Would Bill Say? The Wit and Wisdom of the Late Bill Kelly. The power of giving is in all of us. You have the same goals, ladies and gentlemen. Most people aren't silly and greedy. 
You want to pass on what's left. Give your loved ones the greatest gift. Communicating your values and goals today can help your loved ones through tomorrow. So I encourage you to download our consumer guide, The Greatest Gift, Outline Your Wishes with an Estate Plan. This 12-page guide can help you understand the basics of estate planning. Go to kellyfinancial.org or call 888-800-1881 to get your copy. Your financial future, their financial future. You want to do something nice for them. That's the way we perform. That's who we are. That shows our hearts. We are Kelly Financial Services. Come retire with us. Kelly Financial Services. Go to kellyfinancial.org. I'm John Boudreaux, host of Kelly Financial Safe Money Strategies. We're full of stories here. All kinds. Financial, political, cultural, lifestyle, sports once in a while. We have more stories than we can fit in a single hour every week. So we decided to carve a place out for some of these in our podcasts. Just go to kellyfinancial.org and click the Perspectives tab right at the top and you will see podcasts jump out. Go to kellyfinancial.org and hit the Perspectives button and find out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.